0: Bio-Friendly Podcast It's a Bio-Friendly Podcast uh, so, left off. so I can't keep talking about that
1: character. <laughs> no, you can't keep talking about Ned. <laughs>
0: okay. okay. It's
1: a great character that yeah. he is solely for biofriendly podcast after dark. Okay. This is yeah. Desirable. It was very funny. It was very sad. But I often have to say on the podcast I have to say is is everybody done? Is everybody done with that so we can go on to the show? We get it out. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: If you don't think that the audience of the biofriendly podcast would appreciate Ned, I think
1: no, here's the crazy thing. Is I actually think that this audience would love it more than anybody else. Probably would. They would love it more than a, anyone else. They'd be like, I've been in this show for 4 years and I've been waiting for this moment. I've been through all the bleeps. The bleeps. Through the all creeps. The, 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 creeps. the sweeps. Through all the sweeps. Through all those things I've been I've stuck with these guys through thick and thin and I'm ready for, you know, them to to give it to give it up their all. Give it their all. <laughs> like, like Ned does. Like Ned does in a sad way. <laughs> oh, you guys! It is. We we knew. <laughs> Noel said we were we were giggly this morning. We're a little giggly. <laughs> we're a little giggly, and sometimes those are the days that you're like, ah, this is gonna be a good podcast day because we're just a little bit silly, a
0: little slap happy. It's funny. But happy. It's another rainy day uh-huh. in uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah.
1: And it's the day after the time switchover like the so I feel a little loopy today. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I like I well, woke up this morning and I was like I'm It's dark. Yeah, it's dark and I'm still not yeah. used to the earlier morning. So you kind of have that feeling um, Noel and I sometimes have to have these early morning drives to the airport where we're leaving at like 4 o'clock, 5 in the morning. Yeah. And those mornings, we tend to be kind of like kids at a sleepover. Yeah, <laughs> Like we have this really goofy energy because I think you're still a little bit like, <laughs> I might still be asleep. I'm not <laughs> sure. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. And my dreams have been weird too. Have They've they? been kind have of they? goofy. I had a weird dream too. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, Can you I, talk about them or no? I don't know. what's gonna. Well, I, I'll try. I'll, I'll try. It was super weird. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a garage. It's mm-hmm. not. <laughs> no, <sorry>. It's not. Veronica's
1: is like, where's this gonna go?
0: It's not my garage. <laughs> okay. Except that in the dream, it's my garage. Okay, okay. So it's not the actual garage that I have in my home right. in real life. Right. Right. It's right. It's a different garage than that garage. Yeah. Yet, in my dream, I know that I own this, that this is my garage. Of course. Why and wouldn't it be? And there are snakes everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Of different sizes, different girths, different oh my lengths. Snakes, snakes everywhere. Different teeth. Are you scared? Different colors. Oddly, I'm just kind of irritated. Okay. So, like, there's snakes everywhere, and then people keep looking at the snakes, and they're playing with the snakes. I'm like, that's just Put this <laughs> snake down. What are you doing? Talk- would you guys stop? Because I'm like... You're in my garage. Angry that people are in my garage playing with snakes (laughs) that I that I feel like they shouldn't be there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then over time, as the dream goes on, the snakes that people are playing with start to become like half like kids and babies and half snakes. Wow, dude. So they're like they have like snake bodies and then like but like kid heads. And then now they're like totally kids, but they have like snake tails. And then people and they, they have like still snake teeth. And then people are still playing with the snakes. I'm like, that's not a kid. That's a snake. Don't blow up. You're, it's going to bite you. Don't play with the kid. And then, then they're kids. Wow. And then I'm sitting there wondering, are these kids? <laughs> or, are or are they, they snakes? <laughs> Am I now seeing kids? Or were they never snakes? It was I insane the whole time? Oh, my gosh. What a dream. That was the dream. I went insane in my own dream. You I lost. Mean, I didn't lost know reality. Mind. I didn't know if they were babies or snakes. Wow. Good. Wow. Is that a weird dream or what? Uh, we're writing that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so someone, is it, uh, it, some, it, some psychoanalyst yeah. who's in our audience is going to come back and be like, okay, so call step now. away from Noel slowly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so first of all, first of all uh, Noel's <gasps> eating way too many noodles. It's, it's a symbol of ramen in his yeah. dreams. Yeah. Um, no, uh, mine, mine,
0: mine wasn't as elaborate as yours. That is a, wow, that's crazy. It was a weird dream. Very vivid, very weird. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mine had And I do believed
0: with... it. It made sense. You know how dream, how, how things that aren't logical can be logical in yeah. dream world? It oh, was yeah, all yeah, very, yeah, yeah. it was very logical. Yeah. Like I, but I like it was very true. Yeah. But it just, yeah. Yeah. My biggest emotion was irritation at people. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: I, have you ever heard about
1: this thing that's going on where... I'm not a lucid dreamer. A lucid dreamer is the idea that you can control your dreams. I'm not one of those people where mm-hmm. you can be in a space and you can kind of like, you realize you're dreaming and so you can craft where it's going and all that stuff. Never had that ability. But there's all these people that make these videos now that I think are so interesting where they say, if you ever turn to another person and uh, in your dream and you say, hey, what, what day is it?
0: Yeah.
1: That the person in the dream will, like, freeze up and look at you, like, kind of startled because you're not supposed to equate it to real-time, like, existence. And then it's like this, uh, I don't know if it's ever worked. I can't do it. But if you guys ever can do it, if you can ever ask the date and time of somebody in your dream, see what happens. But uh, people people say that they freak out. Supposedly, it's like a, it's a a problem. It's It's a a mechanism in your brain that's probably going like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're looking at Snake Kids right now. Let's yeah, not focus the, on if it's 2023
0: March or you're not. No. Supposed to know what time it is? You're yeah. Dope. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can do that sometimes. Yeah. Try. You can. Yeah. You're, you have a little bit of. Yeah, I do. Will you ask? I, well, I'm gonna ask. You got to report back. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm going to. It yeah. could be terrifying. I'm gonna say. It could be the scariest thing Stan, ever. Stan. <laughs> Stan. What time is it? What time is it? That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. What day is it? What day is it, Stan? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of days, this airs. On St. Patrick's Day.
0: You're kidding me. Uh,
1: I on St. Patrick's Day. And look at you. On St. Patrick's it's Day. That's Pat- oh, fantastic because yeah. I wear really the green today. You wearing the green. I'm not so oh, no. pinch oh, away.
0: No. All right, here's a pinch. Oh, oh. No, I can't give you a real pinch because oh, we're recording it on the wrong day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> if I pinch if you, you today, then I'll get I'll get killed by the by the St. Patrick's Day <laughs> leprechaun. By the
1: leprechaun police. You can't pinch on the wrong day. You're right. Yeah. Oh, no. I've been pinching every day except for St. Patrick's Day. I'm in a lot of trouble. You
0: are going to be in a garage filled with snake babies. Yeah, I am. And <laughs> they're
1: going to be like, the reason why we have you here today, Jacob. <laughs> If you've been pinching people, not on St. Patrick's Day, you know that's the law. And stop calling us babies—we're leprechauns. That's right. <laughs> we are not snakes, but we, uh, yeah. It's it, this airs on St. Paddy's Day, so Happy St. Patrick's Day! I know happy it's not the day today. Happy
0: St. Patrick's Day! But you dressed up.
1: But we always have a little green in our background. If you, if you're a listener, you don't know, but we, we sit in front of our green uh biofriendly walls so we and we've we, always got a little green and
0: I've us. got my orange, got your cup orange too, which is green. Irish color. Yeah,
1: Irish color and orange and green. Yeah. And white. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're uh, yes, that's very true. Well, that's right. And you and I are both Irish anyway. We are. We are uh, of Irish descent and that was never I am clearer than horrifyingly Irish. Mm. Horrifyingly Irish. Mm-hmm. And that was never clearer than we met a very, very proud Irishman at a at a restaurant two yeah. years ago. Yeah. He yeah. had his arms around us he was like, this
0: bleeping guy,
1: <laughs> this Irish guy right here. Irish do love to find other Irish. Yeah, he got us uh, drunk. He did. He He got us drunk very Very, quickly. Very quickly, because he was like another round, another round. It's okay, they're Irish. They're Irish. It's okay. As if the bartender was gonna be like, "Oh well, say Uh, no more." Uh, I uh, thought uh, that. I thought nine shots might be too many, but now, (laughs) now I know that that's not true. (laughs) So. He yeah. wasn't drunk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well oh, boy, he seemed fine. <laughs> he was fine. Yeah, he was I fine. I was plowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was he, he was well, he was like three times my size, at least. He was a very uh, very a, large He was a he was a powerfully
0: large man. Yeah. He was he was responsible for he was a really interesting, very cool fantastic dude. guy. Yeah. Very friendly, very affable. Like, yes. We had a great time with him. We did. We did. Um, he was a very nice man. Uh, you know, fellow Irishman, yeah. right? Of course. Um uh, but yeah, he was he was Responsible for like the uh, the retirement programs for for the unions, for the like, unions. like local yeah. union uh, yeah. groups, and as yeah. you know, so he was a cool dude. He was taking care of helping people, people out. Yeah, yeah, he
1: was he was going on and on about how he'd help turn people's lives around and help them save money, and that was a really cool thing. Like yeah. he was a he was a bombastic big dude who was very proud to be Irish and very excited to meet us. But he was doing really good stuff, and so that's always nice when you meet somebody who's kind of like that, and you're like, oh, but they're actually.
0: Helping people out. So. He he was loud and definitely would would mess you up in a bar fight for sure. But his man heart of gold, such a sweet guy. Heart like of gold, such a sweet guy, really. such, like a sweet guy such a Irishman. friendly guy. Yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. Not all Irishmen have a heart of gold, but some do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah.
1: So I wish I could say that because it's St. Patrick's Day we're doing an Irish themed uh, episode, but we're not. Yeah. We're not because no. we've done we've done St. Patrick's Day episodes in the past. So I was looking for other stuff, but before we get into that, you are correct. It is a kind of rainy, overcast day. It is. Um, so we're starting out so with a giggle. We're gonna wear
0: our sweaters. Yeah, we're gonna yes. get some hot chocolate, yeah. Yeah. Yes. cocoa, and just yeah. talk a little bit on, uh, little on the show. How are you doing, Veronica?
1: I'm doing good. That's very nice. How about you? Yeah, how doing, we're doing great. Right? I'm doing
0: doing one of the dream <laughs> of <That's> really nice. <laughs> It's just that really is. nice. Yeah. Just gonna. Maybe may put some moth mothballs out because I've been noticing some of my clothes have been making some been... holes if I leave them too yeah, long in storage. That. This is
1: the part of the podcast where the person's, <laughs> the person's trying to turn up the volume and then all of a sudden this happens and they're like, ah!
0: Uh,
1: well, we're going to get into some stuff, but I it's funny because I have a subject, oh, but I have a backup subject.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, so it's that good, huh? Uh, All right, let's do it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why I have the backup subject before okay. we get into it. Okay, is it, so, is it is the subject
1: too short? No, no, it had something that I read in the description that I was like, oh no, Noel's gonna hate this. Yes, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Good. Good. I don't think you'll hate it, but but um, I had I had a moment where I read a line and I went, oh no! I, like if, if that'll make it run out, then it'll it'll run out. So I had a backup. But you never know with us. You, don't. you never know.
0: You just don't because
1: sometimes I've gone into episodes thinking, I don't know. Noel's gonna be like, hey, eh, yeah. Cool. You know, and then it's going to be like, oh, well, uh, that didn't... Uh, you know, I wish I had something else. This time, uh, I have something else. But he could be like, oh, this is amazing.
0: But, I you know, it. sometimes if I don't like a subject, it makes for a better it does? show. Because if I agree completely... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, if someone's it's got boring. a topic that's like, well, this is... you know, yeah. and, and it's as if, as if I wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, it was, okay, uh, well...
1: Well, whatever. Yep. Cool. Everybody's on board. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But <laughs> th- right. those, those episodes... Where you uh, a- after we end it, punch me? I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I always
0: do. Oh
1: yeah, no, I know. Always a, do. It's
0: just your way of saying good show. Yeah, <laughs> good show. Way to go. Way to go. Just champ. stand stand right here. Stand I want right you to here. Put Your jakey, your bleeps, right there. Yeah, good. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm bleeping myself now, if you right notice No, I know you are. I've been really good you about are. this.
1: You are. You're a bleeper. Mm-hmm.
0: You're a bleeper. To, no, the bleeper, Carol. Trying to save some time in mm. post-production.
1: You're a, you're a giver. I am a givens. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. You are not a givens. Um, okay, here we go. Yes. Scientists discover enzyme that can turn air into energy. Ooh. Interesting, right? Ooh. Okay, okay. Now, this is the part that I was like, no, this isn't yet why I think you wouldn't okay. be on board. This okay. was at first. I was like, whoa, it was fascinating. This is really interesting. Yeah. Scientists studying a cousin of the bacteria responsible for tuberculosis okay. and leprosy wow, have discovered an enzyme that converts hydrogen into electricity. And I think it could be used to create a new, clean source of energy literally from thin
0: air. Well, if we're willing to put botulism in our foreheads in mm-hmm. order to make it so that we have clean lines, why yes. can't why can't we put tuberculosis why in our air? Why
1: can't we put tuberculosis in our air? Right. If we want to inject things into our face so that our lines go away, mm-hmm. right? So this was that was the line that I was like, "Ooh, a distant cousin of tuberculosis and leprosy." I had. Interesting. That's good. Interesting choice. That's good, great. good, good way That's to good kick start. things good off. start. Yeah, <laughs> but so the name of this enzyme is HUC, Huck. 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 Like Huck Finn. Like Huck Finn. Okay. So you, this is this is Huck. I'm your huckleberry. Yeah, I'm your huckleberry. Okay. This could be the huckleberry uh, to no death. Okay. No <laughs> the enzyme, which has been named Huck, is used by the bacterium Mycobacterium smegmatis. Shmagmatous Shmagmatous okay. Yeah Mic-ma- Yeah you gotta say it with a cigar and glasses Like uh, like what's his Groucho Marx And I go Microbacterium schmagmatis, Perfect To draw energy from atmospheric hydrogen Enabling it to survive in extreme nutrient poor environments Wow Okay So by extracting and studying the enzyme The researchers say they have found a new energy source That could be used to power a range of small portable electric devices That was the line That I was like, oh, I remember our dance, dancing, energy, wristwatch, overnight, power, body power episode where I was like, isn't this cool? And I was like, look, man, we can't pull power from the body. And I was like, I suddenly panicked. No, we can
0: pull power from the body. We can. Just
1: not enough. Not (laughs) enough to do anything. Right, 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 right. Of course. But I read the thing about the small electronics and I was like, that's the thing. I was like, maybe this isn't a huge piece of energy. But it was still worth being like, okay, this I is.
0: I think you got it. you got you read this one wrong, buddy. I read it wrong. Yeah.
1: So you're into it. You're into it.
0: Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah,
1: because it's not pulling from us. Well, it's in so, an, an
0: enzyme. So what is our body? But uh, but a, a like a, an engine. A Wonderland. It's a Wonderland. Your body's a Wonderland. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an engine that that uses you know carbon and, and right. oxygen yeah. and, to create you know, energy. Yeah. That's and true. then to power itself, right? Yeah. But we look, we sell we sell a catalyst. Yeah. Right? Enzymes yeah. are catalysts. Yeah. They're natural true. catalysts. Yeah. Right. So we kinda like our whole thing is how do you make the, the reaction more efficient? How do you facilitate this reaction? Yeah. Some of these reactions will never occur without the catalyst. Without yeah. the enzymes in your body, you don't get the, you don't get these reactions. They don't happen, right? Right, right. So I actually think that we might be on to something because yeah. you, somehow we are producing, like humans produce a heck of a lot of energy yeah. in our body. We do. And it's to some degree kind of a mystery how this whole thing Yeah, worked. I mean, not totally, but it kind yeah. of is, right? Like we know all well, these enzymes do that. Like we know that like reactions are occurring and those reactions yeah. are important to actually start to dial into what what are the catalysts that are doing all of this. Yeah that's kind of huge because you can start to figure out how can i how can i get this molecule and that one to react with one another yeah. in midair
1: yeah yeah because
0: that's kind of the problem yeah that's what that's to get something to have to to get a reaction out of midair you need something to cause the reaction yeah so we might be, look, if it's doing this naturally and they figured out this is the one. Yeah. This bacteria is the one. This is the one that's doing this. Yeah. Well, then let's let's see where it goes. Yeah, this is. Let's I,
1: follow it along. And I thought, I actually, that's why I brought it in. Because I, I could have saw it and been like, I don't know if I want to do this one. But no, to your point, uh, when I just saw it was powering small electri- electricity, you know, watches, smartphones, whatever. I was like, we obviously need more than that. But this discovery is brand new. We're talking Days old. This is something that they just now figured out that it can do this. Now the the process has been a, a, around for a while, but it was a mystery. I'm mm-hmm. like, how is it doing this? So I was able to at least bring in kind of how they discovered they. So they abbreviate it once Let's you get to that. the yeah. So this is how they discovered it. They abbreviate it to M smegmatis is a non math. Uh, M. smegmatis is a non pathogenic, (laughs) fast growing bacterium often used in the lab to study the cell wall structure of its closed, disease causing relative. Tuberculosis.
0: So that me, what that means? Yes, is, please translate.
1: This is sciency stuff.
0: Just because it's cousins with tuberculosis and leprosy mm-hmm. doesn't mean that like this one is non-pathogenic. This one's not going to cause a disease. Yes. This so one is like jokes aside about those diseases. Yes, it doesn't have the this same. This one isn't going to do that to you. Yeah. This yeah. is a, it's a cousin. It's different. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. they're so they're saying don't freak out. Yes. Yeah, so, in science words.
1: So don't judge your cousin.
0: Yeah. Just because look. Just because I walk around murdering people everywhere I go uh-huh. doesn't mean my cousin Steve is right. going to walk around no. murdering everyone everywhere no, he goes. No, no. That's my problem. Right, right. He's it's your something cousin. something I need to work on. Yes. I need to get better about and, that. And Steve is. Because people don't like, like it when I murder them. Yeah, right.
1: And Steve is always going like this. He's going like, don't judge me because of Noel. He's my cousin. Yes. He's my I, cousin. Yes. He's I, murders, yes. And he's working on it. He's working on it. And you need to let him forgive him. For forgive him and let
0: him try just mm-hmm. get better about this yeah for a second yeah everyone's one's given a hard time he's walking yeah. around killing yeah. people and no no
1: you just said murdering you, you murder burgers that's what you do oh, i do i do
0: <laughs> i do although less these days
1: yeah i know less these days i know tell uh, me about it
0: although when i murder a burger you murder right it. now straight up
1: straight up you don't know is. what i want to murder right now it is horrifying. a donut
0: oh god oh so there's crispy <laughs> crepes everywhere i look Everywhere I look, I know Jacob. we got to
1: get back to enzymes and bacteria. Oh. The man we were talking about this morning, Krispy Kreme, is clearly doing some kind of promotion with donuts because they're everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's a Krispy Kreme stand, and I'm like, I'm losing my mind.
0: We are trying so hard, so hard, Jacob and I, to be better yeah. about our about our diet, yeah. about our health. Yes, exercising all the time, eating yes. the salads, yeah, and, and like cutting out the gluten's and yeah, yeah gets, and trying, just doing what we can. And the, and the sugar, right? The, yeah. the, the blood sugar problem. Yeah, We're doing our best to get like a good gut bacterium. Yes, you know, and gut it's health. N- it's
1: not out of vanity; it's out no. of it's out of being the thirty-two-year-old men, thirty-two who are having increasing health problems and ailments. And so you're like, the only way I can beat this problem is if I eat well. So this isn't because I'm like, I've got to look hot for the Oscars. I'm not
0: at the Oscars. I'm not
1: worried about that. I'm
0: never going to be at the
1: Oscars. (laughs) All I'm worried about is getting up out of bed and not groaning. Yes,
0: which we don't do anymore. Don't That's do what started our entire character. Ned. That's
1: what started. We Ned. don't
0: groan anymore. We out of bed. When we get out of bed. Sorry. But we have been 32 for 12 years. For 12. I'm years I'm going. Now. on 13.
1: Yes. Um. You're, you're about to. It's about to be the 13th anniversary
0: of your of my second 32nd birthday. <laughs> so we'll have uh, 32. Yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. Um. And when that happens, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't. You gotta. You gotta keep. Gotta keep. If on you want to feel on. good, you gotta change things up. Yeah. Well, we've been smelling a lot of donuts.
1: We've been smelling a lot of donuts, and they're everywhere. And they are not tuberculosis or no. leprosy. They no. are the cousin. Cousin. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Oh, oh. Where the, were we?
1: The <laughs> <laughs> the cousin <laughs> of fruits and vegetables are Krispy Kreme. Are Krispy Kreme donuts? Yes, that's they're the, the cousin. Cousins. Cousin. So don't judge me for
0: that's because wheat is a vegetable. It's a vegetable.
1: Um, okay. So back to him explaining Co- this. Bacterium is commonly found in soil all over the world. It's been long been known to convert trace hydrogen into the air, into energy. In this way, the microbe can survive in the toughest environments, including Antarctic soils, volcanic craters, and the deep ocean where little other fuel can be found. So they did how they did this was a pervading mystery. Um, The team discovered that at its center, Huck, Has a structure called an active site that contains charged ions of nickel and iron. Fascinating. Once hydrogen molecules, made up of two protons and two electrons, enter the active site, they become trapped between the nickel and iron. Sorry, they become trapped between the nickel and iron ions. Ions. A lot of eyes. Yes, and get stripped of their electrons. The enzyme then sends those electrons along in a flowing stream to generate current yeah yeah
0: that's classic catalyst work right there. catalyst
1: work right yep. there so this is the uh, exciting thing about huck and what it can do so i it, I, I brought another this is, was a very sciencey article that i brought that talked about that then this was from gizmodo <laughs> which was a little bit more like the common nerd you yeah. know what i mean like this is like the science paper yeah. is the common nerd yeah so in case any of
0: that went over anyone's do head I, you know what what <laughs> It's not exactly the same, but I think give people a bit of a concept.
1: You've got a concept here. A bit of a concept. I want to hear your of concept how,
0: of how a catalyst might work. How okay. it, might, it might work. Okay. All right. I'm taking a, I'm taking a shot in the dark, and I'm ready for not a shot. This is this is a this is a null version. Okay. Are you taking a it's pinch in the dark? not exact, but it's going to give a concept. It's all I I'm like doing. It. I so like your
1: concepts. I we, have like of, we
0: have a lot of doctors and scientists listen to the show who mm-hmm. like, to, like to, be more, to give me specific corrections, which right, I right, welcome. Right. So yes. keep doing it. Bring them on. But I'm trying to make things kind of stupid, simple. Yeah, okay. call Noel at. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. At 1-800. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so let's make it larger. Okay. Because we're looking at things that are really tiny, really small. Right. Okay. So let's suppose that you've got Earth. And on Earth, there is 7 billion people. Yeah. And that's like a large, we can see that Earth is big. Yeah. And Earth has a lot of gravity. And it keeps those 7 billion people on Earth. Yeah. Because there's nothing to, to pull the people away from Earth. Right. Right? OK. Now, let's suppose that you've got some people who are kind of like in satellites outside of Earth, and some people who are on Earth or whatever. And they're all there hanging out, doing, doing a good time, right? And somebody swings Earth, picks it up, and moves it between Jupiter and Saturn. Okay. Really close. Okay. Now, we all know that Jupiter and Saturn are way, 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 way bigger than Earth. Huge. Much bigger, right? Yeah. So the gravity of those gigantic planets is significantly more. If you were on the surface of one of those planets, you would just get squashed. Squashed. Yeah. Okay. So if you happen to bring Earth near... Saturn mm-hmm. and Jupiter,
1: yeah.
0: then the people who are floating on the outside of Earth would probably get sucked into Jupiter. Right. Get sucked right. into Saturn. Right. And then a lot of people, possibly even on the surface of Earth, because Earth would get kind of messed up, yeah, right, yeah. would get sucked onto these other gigantic planets because they have more gravity. Now, that's not the same as gravity, but it's the, this gives you a concept of sure, sure. you're bringing in something, you're bringing in these two different massive, different massive bodies, yeah. and they are stripping things away from Earth yeah. because of their pull.
1: Right. Because, right. They're,
0: because of how much they pull. Yeah. Well, uh, molecules are kind of this, they're, they're pulling at different weights and different sizes oh, and grabbing things. Oh, yeah, and yeah. So you're sucking things away from here and you're changing the way this yeah. fella is. Now you've got these little electrons that are flying around the outside like satellites and they're getting pulled away. And now uh, you've changed how, how and it that, looks. And that's creating
1: energy. Yes. That's creating because energy. Because now you've got, it's now you've
0: got Earth's got no people and needs to get more people. So it's trying to suck in people everywhere. And that's creating energy. There you go. Never bring an Earth to an Saturn Jupiter fight. Don't again. This is like this is so much like a, like to try to make things giant. Yet a no, it's, it's, it's you a concept huge, not it's, this is not precise, but no, it gives you an but
1: idea. I, I I think a visualization helps because I know from me when you talk about cells and bacterium and things that are small, the little world. Um, it's kind of like Ant Man. Yeah. Um, you know the the quantum realm. When you think about small. Like, we just don't think about small in the day-to-day, like like things being very, very, very little. It's very hard
0: to see things that are small. Yeah,
1: it's very hard to see things that are small. But you don't think about that there is a world living on your skin yeah. of bacteria and microbes and these hairs that look like trees. You know, we grew up... We look like we grew up watching Honey I Shrunk the Kids and these movies about you know kids shrinking down and their lawn is like a giant jungle. Yeah. But when you see a film like Ant Man and you think about like being in the quantum realm or those those little what are those little they look like little bears. I forget their name of something grades. Tetragrades, right? yeah, I think so. They're these little tiny things. They're so small. And they they're basically they live forever and they could survive like a complete destruction destruction of the earth they're just they're these things these these tiny little little worm bears little worm bears and they're they're kind of cute but they're so they're so so small right but because we can only see on this realm so when you start talking about energy from an enzyme or a cell pulling this or creating energy it's like i can't see it in my mind's eye until you blow it up and so what i'm glad about that analogy is you made it very large and i was like oh okay Cool, I can see that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would you would if you were zipping around on a satellite outside of Earth. Yeah, right, and you were going by Jupiter. Jupiter's it's going to pull. Good you. chance it's going to pull you or at least some of your buddies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whoop away from the away from Earth.
1: Yeah, because it's a it's a it's a stronger pull. Yeah. because of its size. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That was a, I like it. I like it. So now you have to call Noel and tell him what you think about his scientific
0: analogies. <laughs> um,
1: so here's the Gizmodo explanation. Uh, Huck is able to use hydrogen in the air to produce electrons as a byproduct of consuming the gas like a natural battery. The team's research shows that Huck can even generate electrons using levels of hydrogen below those found in the planet's atmosphere. So this is an interesting thing about the bacteria in general. Bacteria in the world's soil consume more than 77 million tons of hydrogen each year and are an important part of maintaining Earth's atmosphere. Um, They estimate that 60 to 80 percent of these bacteria could have enzymes like Huck, indicating a potential untapped wealth of electricity from biological sources. So this is pretty interesting. Huck is also a stable enzyme, meaning that it can be frozen or heated and still maintain its ability to generate electricity. Fascinating, right? Hmm. So enzymes, baby. Enzymes. Enzymes. Yeah. I think there was one last thing I had. Uh, but, 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 no, that's just about storing it. Well, so. so
0: this is this is cool. This it is, is cool, cool, right? Because you're, you're looking at something that's happening in nature yeah. and and taking that activity, and you're taking advantage of it, yeah. right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's what science has been doing in terms of of engineering like in, creating new new products and new yeah ways of doing things that''s that's, that's what science does right yeah. what I like about this is that even though it seems insane taking energy out of thin air th- thats it happens in nature all the time, yeah, so if you're figuring out this is one place where we know it's happening and yeah. then you just multiply the effect of it because. Yeah. You can grow bacteria once you know once yeah. you know what it needs, you'll yeah. it'll reproduce. You'll you make more of it. Yeah. Right? You can yeah, this is possible. Yeah. I don't I don't think this is at all, even though it seems magical and crazy, I don't think it's actually beyond the realm of possibility at all. I think this yeah. is very doable. This kind of reminds me of uh, Carl Sagan used to say that that it would be probably easier to, to colonize Venus than Mars because Venus is more similar to Earth except for the fact that it's had the worst example of of uh, climate change, global warming, anywhere. Never. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So like it's it's a you you would also get crushed on the surface of Venus, but not for the same reason as Jupiter. You'd mm-hmm. get crushed on the surface of Venus because the amount the because the gases that are above you are so heavy, right? That they would. Really, they would crush you. Yeah. yeah, so like the weight, like the it's like when you're underwater. Yeah, right. You go deep yeah. enough underwater. What the farther you go down, you go deep enough, you're just gonna get crushed. You're gonna get crushed. Right. So yeah. the same thing happens. It's just that instead of water, it's like like greenhouse gases. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. So. Um, so that's why, like when they'll do an experiment, it's it's funny when they when they do experiments on, on Mars, that it's it's just trying to get the thing to land without crashing. When yeah. they do it on Venus, it's you know you you're, you're bored waiting for it to get to the bottom. But once it's on the bottom, you've only got a little bit of time before it before it's melts just... and gets crushed. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it's like we talked about on here with the blobfish. We are our, our episode on ugly animals. And blobfishes, like we see them once they pull them out of the water, it's just these kind of messes of goo. And I had to explain to my own sons, I was like, that's not what that fish looks like. That fish lives at a depth where the ocean is like crushing every side of it. And so so it looks very handsome. It looks very like filled (laughs) up and normal. And then the moment you take it out of that environment, it just falls apart because it's used to living in a very dense, pressurized water environment. So you bring it up to the surface, and it's like, I've got nothing to hold me together anymore. And so it looks hideous. It's just not how it's built. <laughs> it's just not how it's built.
0: Yeah. I know. Give that poor blobfish a chance.
1: Poor but anyways, blobfish, yeah.
0: Uh, Carl Sagan's theory was that if you were to catalyze, if you were to put, like, enzymes uh, or bac- bacteria, more accurately, into the, you know, like, seed the atmosphere yeah. with the right bacteria... Yeah, the right enzymes, that you'd start to get reactions that would happen in all of that CO2 and all those greenhouse gases that would then convert them into things that were more useful. Really? Get some of that carbon to fall out of the atmosphere and go down into the ground again and have it so you you had an atmosphere that was more like Earth. Yeah. Now, that's, I think, was kind of looked at by science at the time. They're like, there's nothing that can do this. Yeah. Except that I doubt that, th- I bet there is something that can do it. We just got to... Keep, yeah. Like if it was important enough we'd figure it out, but yeah. it's not because we still think we can make earth work. I yeah. hope we can.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we can. Uh, we can yeah. make it work. Yeah. We can make it work. Yeah. We are. But it was the
0: same idea. Yeah. It's the same idea. Can you can you let something that exists naturally in this universe Yeah. release it into that environment mm-hmm. and then have that multiply grow and then do the job for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's fascinating um
0: because if it was all carbon and oxygen instead of carbon dioxide then you'd have earth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the material that makes up this planet is pretty fascinating because it's all the same stuff. And the, its ability to grow is remarkable, especially things like bacteria, um, enzymes, fungus. I just saw this video that was showing how they took a mushroom. It was a science video. And this guy put a mushroom down on a, a piece of foil. And just a little trace of the mushroom, just the powder, like the kind of the black powder, mm-hmm. took that, put a little bit in a solution, went like this, waited a week or two, then poured it over all this dirt. And then within like a month, it was just filled with mushrooms. Yeah. It was just how this little tiny speck yeah. could multiply so greatly. So the right elements and things around us, it's kind of amazing what nature can do if given the right conditions.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, I don't know I, mean, I don't know if this is totally true, but I, I, I have a feeling mm-hmm. that eventually the right conditions can produce like anything that would survive in it yeah. if you if you give it enough time yeah that's probably. True. like yeah i think I you're right i just think i think life as we know it is what we see here mm-hmm. i'd be very curious to see what life is like in other places, if you really dug in to see what what what's totally. there totally is there bacteria here cuz i'll bet there's all sorts of fun like, microscopic crazy life all over this solar system and certainly a galaxy and universe
1: absolutely there's it's just too much space to be empty that's for doggone sure
0: and i mean beyond aliens like you know the people who are coming up i'm just just, talking about random just living organisms never
1: you've never expected you didn't think could survive but just figured out a way yeah absolutely gases waters solids vegetation uh just the things that can form it's just fascinating to think
0: about yeah man Yeah, man. All we know about it, all we really know a lot about is Earth, and we don't even know much about this place. No,
1: we don't. And they just, uh, this James Webb uh, telescope that they built recently, they literally, within the first year of using this, they were like, yeah, remember those six galaxies that we saw at the outside of our galaxy? We were way wrong. (laughs) Those are much bigger than we thought. So, I mean, it's just, we're always discovering New things yeah yeah
0: which is fun it
1: is fun it's the it's I think this is joy why of being alive I, this
0: is why I, I you know I, I hope that more young kids get into this to stem because I feel like there's th- there is so much to explore and enjoy outside of like Agreed. We, we get so stuck into into tech right into mm. like what's the new what's the new game what's the new app what's the new phone yeah. what's the new social media what's what is the new thing that
1: what's the new gadget like
0: it's here we're, and we're sucking ourselves more into like stuff that's that's right directly in front of our face, which is a little sad because if we were to pull back and actually do what we used to do and mm-hmm. look out and go yeah. see what else is out there, man, yeah. the amount of things we could discover.
1: Yeah, the natural world has just as much cool gadgetry behind it, if you will. Significantly more. The, yeah, way more. The ocean, space, you know, c- creatures, nature, it has a lot of nuance that I think that... um I agree with you. I agree with you. We've gotten a little fixated on the things that we can build, and it's like, what about the things that already are there? Yeah. I mean, it's
0: look, it's exciting that we've completely changed Earth with computing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. And so obviously that takes a lot of attention. I just, man, I I feel like if we could get the younguns to pull back, listen up, younguns, much better than we're doing as as old thirty-two year olds.
1: Yeah, you and me, thirty-two. Can't believe it. But the headlines that they made for these articles are great puns. You know, this enzyme could produce electricity electricity from thin air. You know, it's just a lot of that kind of like this very end here. Once we produce Huck in sufficient quantities, the sky is quite literally the limit. <laughs> All uh, the jokes. All the jokes. But that is the story of Huck. Now, here's the thing. We've gone 35 minutes. There's room for me to share my bonus story. And it does loosely tie in. Should I share it or should I
0: save it? Do you want, is it enough that we it's, can cover an entire episode with it next no, week? Well, no, no not it's, really. it's it's just, just Let's go fast. Just forget don't, it. don't let me ram. Don't well, let me ram.
1: I thought, I thought that what was funny about this one was we were tired and this was coincidental because mm. when I said the thing about burgers, mm. I wasn't even thinking about this article, but I was like we're in a situation right now where we're trying to eat healthy. This guy, tasty burgers and steaks made from mycelium our new healthy food alternative to plant-based meats. So mycelium is a mushroom. All right. It's a mushroom. So but listen, this is why this is what caught my attention about okay. this article. Listen up. All right. Okay. Unlike the CEOs of Impossible Foods and Beyond Foods, Huggins, which is this guy's name, sorry. Where's his where's his where's his first name? I
0: bet it's Tim. Is it Tim T- Huggins? Tim
1: Tim Hugg- Tim Huggins. Where is he? Where's his where do they introduce his name for the Bob first time? Huggins? Thomas Huggins. Stan Huggins? Tommy Huggins. Tommy Huggins. So it said, unlike the CEOs of Impossible Foods and Beyond Foods. it's not Tim, it's Tom. It's Tom. You were close. (laughs) You were close. Um, Unlike the CEOs of Impossible Foods and Beyond Foods, Huggins is a meat eater who enjoys bow hunting, and his parents run a bison and elk meat company in Montana. He's looking for something to produce that consumers can really sink their teeth into and be satisfied, along with trying to help reduce emissions from the food system. So what was so funny about this guy's journey is he went into the Sprouts headquarters to show them, Mm -hmm. and he said that he went in to show them, and the investors were rolling their eyes. Right. And they were going, oh, another plant-based product. So it was literally fatigue. Yeah. Like, like, here we go again. And he said it wasn't exactly enthusiastic, but then they took their first bites, looked at each other, and grabbed another cut. In an instant, it became, uh, who else are you talking to? Can we, um, can we, can we talk first? Like, can we be the first ones you go after? Because this is what's interesting about this and why I was excited. This is coming from a guy who has to limit what he eats because of health issues and whatnot. So I'm looking for ways that I can eat things, but I have, I have challenges. I'm all for what impossible and beyond are trying to do. But a lot of times when I look at it, when I look at these meats, they have really high levels of sodium and I'm I'm also kind of frustrated with like I I you know it's it's difficult sometimes because while it tastes good I'm not hundred percent sold on everything that's happening there.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely not sold on everything that's happening there. And also, look, it ta- it tastes it tastes much better than you would ever expect. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't. It's not. It's not. It's not the same.
1: It's not the same. It's not the same. But look, I well, don't care what Ron, they say. It's no, not I, the same. I, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. So, so, and I'm going to be clear because we have some defensive fans of the show. Like me. <laughs> and I want to say this right now. I support businesses like Impossible and Beyond that are trying to come up with meat alternatives to save animals. To make alternatives for food, I support what they're trying to do. It's not for everybody, but I am not down talking those businesses on what they're trying to do.
0: Right. If the goal is to stop the 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 death of lots of animals, mm -hmm. then what? Then they are definitely doing a great job. They're doing a great job. They're doing that because they they have produced an alternative that's close enough,
1: close enough, for sure. Yes, and and, and if people you know say one of the number one ways we can prevent climate change is to reduce the amount of meat produced. Absolutely. Right. We, we've talked on the show before that we do need to not be eating meat every single meal all the time. It, it, that, that is a balanced thing. It's important. That's why ideas like Meatless Mondays are things that we support. And 100%. We, we, we go, yeah, man, dial yes. it back. Do not be eating ribs and, and
0: steaks every day. That's not good for you. And that's taxing but on the world. I think the point you're trying to make is just because it's good for the environment doesn't mean it's Good for everybody's body. Right, exactly. And so and maybe it's not great for your body. Yes. And so
1: you would love something else. I want some more choices. That's why I found this and I thought it was cool. But there's cool things about it. Okay. Okay, there's a lot of reasons why using fungi as a sustainable food option is much better than soy, corn, or any other meat alternative. Mm -hmm. These monocrops come from highly genetically modified seed stock. That's what they're talking about, That uh, and need to be kept alive with millions of acres of prime farmland, billions of gallons of water, hundreds of thousands of gallons of pesticides and herbicides, and millions of pounds of ammonium nitrate fertilizers, the epitome of unsustainability. So some of these alternatives, it takes a lot to keep them alive, to keep them going and whatnot. By contrast, not one inch of farmland needs to be used to cultivate mycelium, which is typically grown on sawdust and other waste products. That's how my uh, mycelium grows. Mm-hmm. So products like the Impossible Burger, and again, this is from an article, so I don't want uh, off of the Good News Network. So don't attack me. I'm not disparaging your use of a possible Burger or Beyond Burger. We're just, just sharing. We're just
0: so tired of being attacked <laughs> <I> by the <laughs> Impossible Mafia.
1: <laughs> I know. I just don't want anybody to come after me. Products like Impossible Burger and Beyond Burger are what the Harvard School of Medicine defines as ultra processed foods, meaning an edible product that is many times removed from its natural state. Okay? That's what a Harvard School of Medicine says. Most veggie meats are actually composed mainly of ultra-processed seed oils and other fillers rather than vegetables in order to keep costs down and improve... Shelf life.
0: They just aren't that great for you, the seed oils. I, lo- I would love it if they were. I really would. Yeah. yeah. I, man, because I could deep fry anything right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would love it, yeah. but they're just not yeah. that good for
1: you. So this means their nutritional profile is principally highly inflammatory and oxidized poly- not, polyunsaturated fats, not to be confused with their heart-healthy monosaturated fats. So this is the problem that I kept running into, is that I miss, I don't get to eat Um, Like I used to. I don't. And I think I've shared on the show before that I have gout and I have uh, to deal with this new nutritional lifestyle that I'm doing. And there's things that activate it and cause it to be a problem. So it's not that I can't ever have meat again, but I have to be careful, especially with red meat. So this guy is on the prowl, man. I am looking. I grew up in Oklahoma. I ate burgers every day. <laughs> this is my life. And so I'm looking, and a lot of times I'm looking at the options available, and I'm like, eh, doesn't seem like it's going to be that much better for me. So yeah. this got me excited because, by contrast, mycelium meat would be composed mostly of fiber, provided there aren't too many additives well, nonetheless, containing that umami flavor that makes grilled mushrooms and steaks. So similar in taste. So anyway, that was the thing that I thought was kind of cool about this story. He was a guy that wasn't uh, he had a different mission. His family was, you know, hunters and farmers of bison elk. And, you know, they that's something that he lived with and knew. And he was like, there's got to be a better alternative to these plant based meats. And I thought it was kind of cool that it just was mushrooms. But if you're watching The Last of Us, that may scare you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I, I uh, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Exactly. I'm hopeful. Yes. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You're I'm, not sold. You know. You know. I, me, know. Right? I know. I I don't know. Let's let's see. A how. Mm-hmm. I'm very picky on flavor, and for me, the thing is like if I can't have the thing.
1: Then you'd rather not have it. I'm
0: just not I'm gonna have other things until it's not such a big deal that I have the thing. Like I'll I'll just make the habit yeah. the other stuff and then have Habit it. Burger. Let's go. Let's go to Habit. <laughs> <laughs> Although when we go to Habit Burger, we get a Cobb salad. We do get a Cobb salad and it's delicious. It's delicious.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. We learned that
0: from Veronica that yes. Cobb salads are the best. Cobb salads are the best. Um but but I uh, I don't but I'm not but who knows, man? Let's yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's see. But I think over time and this is the thing about Impossible Burger, you know, and Beyond Burger is that like you know, at first when they came out and there was a lot of like we didn't know much about them. I was like, oh, this could be this could be incredible. This could be great. Wow, what 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 a help this could be and whatever else. And again, to some degree, it is. Mm-hmm. Not saying don't yeah. eat whatever you want to eat. You yeah. do you do you boo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, uh, go ahead. Uh, and this one could be another one of those things, and it could be incredibly easy to grow, and it could be incredibly healthy, and all could be really well. I think the the. The problems start to show up when you try to do this at scale.
1: Yeah. Agreed. When you try
0: to do this for for lots and lots of people who who want to have it and then you start to figure out how do I get enough sawdust as an example or yeah. whatever weight, yeah. you know, waste how products do you need, you to, need do to do it. it. Yeah. Like what what happens? And then in order to make sure you're doing it efficiently, now what are we adding? What are we changing? Sure. What are we doing? Or is the process generally the process has something a. To it, something yeah. complicated. Otherwise, it would just exist. You'd, you'd have you just be able to go out and get these it. mushrooms would be growing yeah. out of the ground, yeah, and you yeah, could you just pick it up like, and I, eat and go
1: mm, hamburger. I don't have <laughs> to grow them anywhere; they're just there, right? Yeah, and I agree. And and look, look, I have done this show for many years with you, mm-hmm. and when I research subjects and I look at things from an environmental standpoint, I have Knoll on my shoulder, both of them, two Knolls. Mm. And there's one that is reminding me that as we develop and create new technologies and new solutions, they can't be more taxing on the environment than the current solution, because then it's not a solution at all. It's just another thing. Right. And so I, I hear that guy. And so I've learned over the years. I do. I listen. I pay attention. And so I'm nodding away over here, going, yeah, "Wow, yeah, well, right. I listen." And so when I read, when I read about these things, I go, "Okay, there's an enzyme that can produce electricity. It's a catalyst. That's fascinating." Now they're talking about these portable electronics. So is that going to be a valuable thing? But the truth is behind that, they're on the precipice of going, "Hey guys, there's a lot of bacteria growing on this earth." what if in a very natural way we could harness the bacteria to create some energy and maybe that whole process will grow into something remarkable. We don't
0: don't even know. That could be huge. And maybe if we harness mushrooms... We can turn them into the perfect hamburger. Perfect hamburger. I'm not saying we yeah, can't. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying let's see what happens. Yeah, and I
1: I, I was going to echo that, which was as somebody who is – I've 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 never looked at labels more. And I don't mean labels like who you are as a person. I mean food labels. I do.
0: <laughs> I look at labels. <laughs> yeah. How are
1: you labeled, buddy? How <laughs> are you labeled? I look at – I'm in the grocery store, and my, my grocery trips take twice as long now when I go by myself because I'm the guy sitting there looking on the back of them – because you do kind of get caught up, especially in the
0: health food sections. I'm the guy who's walking behind you, checking you out. <laughs> yeah, while you're looking Are you at...
1: labeling me. Oh
0: yeah, look at that. Like, look at that smoke show. Look at
1: that smoke show. <laughs> That guy's like some smoked mushrooms. I'm like, ooh, um, he looks good, and he cares about what he eats. Cares about what he eats. Dang. But if you go to the health food section, most stores now, I don't know. This might be just a SoCal thing. Like, if you go to the Midwest, I don't know if this is a, it happens where you are. But even in your most common, like, not your Sprouts, not your Whole Foods, not your Trader Joe's, in your regular grocery store, there's these green leaves that are over little sections and kiosks that'll let you know, like, this is the natural food section. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go to those. But a lot of times, 50-50, I'll find something. And I'm like, this, this is good. This is a good solution. And then the other one, I'll flip it on the back, and it'll be like, zero cholesterol, zero fat, 1,000 milligrams of sodium or whatever. And, I go, and, and then it'll say like – or a, a footnote that'll say like, the, these processed foods were this, that, and the other thing. And I'm going, Ugh. And yeah. so it's a journey. If you are somebody who gets a little bit, like you're in the produce section, and you buy the lettuce, the tomato, the onions, and you buy all the greens, and you buy the natural things that grow on this earth, but you want to eat something with a little bit more character, flavor, spice, seasoning, whatever. hold your calls. <laughs> <laughs> I like how bad that was. Yeah, <laughs> hold, yeah. your hold your I'm calls. I'm on a roll. <laughs> I'm on a roll. But you you want something that tastes different, but the offerings that are being made available are, some are great, some are great, but some of them are I don't know if they're going to be good for me in the long run. And that's the journey I'm on.
0: Yeah. This is the the diet craze that started back in the 60s, I think. I I think you're right. right. I think the 60s, yeah. It's the diet craze that uh, that has continued on in new forms. Yeah. It's an industry, and it it keeps going. And and the concept is you were told sugar's bad, so we're going to make not sugar, sugar,
1: not sugar, sugar. And yep.
0: then we found out that not sugar, sugar is worse <laughs> is cancer. And then so we can't do not sugar, sugar. OK, so let's find another type of sugar. That's a different let's yeah. use. It's OK. Well, this is a thousand times more powerful than sugar. And we're not sure what that's doing either. Yeah. yeah. And then and then it's like, OK, well, now we found out that yeah, carbs are bad. So we're going to give you not not carbs, not carbs. carbs. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then we find out that salt is bad. So we're going to give you, you know, not salt, salt. But or you know cholesterol is bad, so we're we're gonna take away the cholesterol, but then give you all these other things that cause other total damage. Totally, I think that I think that the problem is that we we monetized food, like we turned food from something that was a necessity that you got as like a, as it grew from Earth. Uh, was, was put together in combination by, by a chef, which could have been mom or it could have been someone at a a restaurant, whatever, but, or dad. Um, and, and they, they made the food and turned it into something kind of great. Yeah. All right. Like that got turned into an industry of food and the industry of food had to figure out how to make enough food again at scale. It's where that problem happens that they could keep doing what they were doing so that you can get enough Twinkies in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I think that over time, this has made it so that it's very difficult to be healthy because all of the changes that were made for the benefit of mass production and yeah. the benefit of addiction have harmed our, what, we, what we can, what, like our bodies, what we can eat, right? Yeah. And then so then instead of just saying, well, then let's change food back to when it was simpler and when we just made food from what we could get naturally and yeah. organically on our own. Or like through the help of, of good farming. And, yeah. You know, right, good right. gathering. Yeah. Some hunting. Some hunting. Um, we we said, no, we're gonna we're gonna add another layer to the problem make a new industry on top of the industry, which is the health food industry. And then yeah. and then that health food industry, yeah, you you take out all maybe you're taking out the, the cholesterol, maybe we're taking out the sugar, maybe we're taking out the gluten, whatever else. But the fact of the matter is is people still want it to be edible. Yeah. So you've gotta add in, like you said sodium something you've got it like you're adding in like or this long list of chemicals that equal the same flavor as that more or less except way worse for your gut totally and so then that screws up people even more and you think oh look i'm doing this good thing i'm having this this fantastic shake that's got nothing in it except for flavor that is good for you except that it's not good for you at all Right, right and so i think you find a lot like this is you know in our journey to it is in our journey to 32 32 um it really has been a, like it's been a matter of like you just have to sort of pick through what's in the grocery store and get the stuff that's that is what people got fifty years sixty years ago that's and true. then try to do your best to make food out of it and then your body goes yeah okay yeah we can rock with this yeah and it's it's hard but you do you have to simplify you have to simplify and you have to simplify because everything is a combination of salt and sugar turned into a fusion of flavor <laughs> yes
1: yes and I, I that, that's so well said. And my kind of closing thought is this, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are probably <laughs> frustrated because the journey to nutrition is, is frustrating because I'll never forget when I got the gout diagnosis, you spend a little time where you, you look at like what you can eat and what you can't eat. And it hurts. And it hurts. <laughs> and then also you'll find a there will be an entire series. Like let's say, for example, you go in the doctor and he says, I need you to put you on an eggs only diet. Like that's what you got to have you will find videos that say, like, why eggs are bad for you immediately. Yeah, of course. And then you'll go in and you'll go, okay, I'm going to do a celery. And then somebody will make something that says why celery is bad for you. Every single thing that you think that you're doing right, someone will say you're doing it wrong. Every every guide that says you should drink this many bottles of water a day, somebody will make some kind of content, whether it's a quack, or it's a real person who claims to be a doctor, they'll say, why water is killing you? I mean, it's literally, that's where we're at right now. There's just too much information, and somebody's right, somebody's wrong, and I think at the end of the day, you're going to know what feels right in your body. You're going to know that if you're feeling hydrated and you're feeling nourished, and you're going to know that probably the more simple your diet is, the better you're going to feel. And that doesn't mean you can't have a day where you eat the giant cheesecake. It doesn't mean you don't have a day where you have some potato chips. You get to have those things. But everything is about balance and taking care of your body and listening to
0: it When it when it hurts, I also I also think that people go nuts, right? Like so, someone someone go hears, oh, celery is good for you, yeah, and so they're turning celery into like celery shakes and concentrated celery patties, and it's all about it's all celery, 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 yeah, like the carrot juice craze, yeah, yeah, that was literally turning people orange, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, carrots are super good for you. If you have some a day, for you, (laughs) mix your diet up. (laughs) Have some celery, have uh, some carrots, yeah. have some lettuce, yeah. have some tomatoes, have some, like, have some of a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to have so much that you will deal with any of the problems that they're talking about on any of the YouTube videos that you've been watching.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just just be careful. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And there's a lot of quote unquote professionals who have cameras in their living room. So, you know, try to yeah. find somebody who actually w- studied um, and went to school for it, uh, rather than somebody who's got a
0: blog. Yeah, and don't trust them either.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was gonna agree, <laughs> agree, agree, agree on some, on some. If if it's all about put a, a drug in you that's gonna fix the problem, I don't know if that's necessarily the solution either. I think it's like you got to find that person that you really do feel like they're they're studied, they're learned, but they also are listening to people, and they're not like trying to just put a band-aid on the problem. They want to look into it so that's that marriage between having an understanding of how the body works, having a little science background, but also having an understanding that not everything built in a lab is going to fix it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's I a also, balance. I gotta I'm gonna just because I know that that my, my wife enjoys a lot of these things, I'm gonna yeah. do a quick defense of of the the bloggers. The yeah. the bloggers, right? yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna say go go running out and, and doing everything that, that the, the really pretty person who's very fit says to do. Right, 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 right or right. the really handsome muscled person says to do. That's right. cause that's ridiculous, right? Right, right? But I will say that if someone has found something successful and you and that speaks to you and you feel good sure. about it, we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and yeah. say say don't do it or whatever because you don't have to have a degree to have had success with food. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, and I, I said in my beginning, I said, you you got to listen to your body. you got to know what's right for you. you got to, like, if it feels, if, you'll know. And if this person has these results and it's, you do it and you feel improvement, health, energy, you know, fitness, all those things, and it works, then I think that they're on to something. And I think that there is a good size side to people with cameras in their living rooms talking or in their kitchens talking about nutrition, but there's a dangerous side too. Yes. And I've seen both. Yes. So it's kind of the ownership is on you.
0: You have to learn how to weed through the crazy and the good. Isn't that just like, see this one t- topic we've gone on for, we've done two shows. We have this. We it's done a double a whammy. It's a double whammy. Isn't that the, like the, the, the lesson of tomorrow though right there I yeah. mean here's where I think our children will be different than us completely is when you consume information from open source yeah from, open source information everywhere right yeah, yeah. I, you you like okay I don't I can't trust the information that we get from official sources anymore either because they've let us down too many times right they've been wrong so many times that it's like well god now, now I can't trust them either right so it has become a thing. I, for me, I've noticed where you have to sort of keep gathering. Like you can't. Like you have to gather lots of lots of information on everything, on not everything. just on food, yeah. but on, yeah. on like. On on is is Disneyland cool? Yeah, yeah. Like you can't
1: like you. Will I enjoy
0: myself at Disneyland? You have
1: to know. You have
0: to gather. I mean, you have to. You do. You have to. You have to look at. Okay, this person said the bad thing. That person said the good thing. This person had a mixed review. This person. You have to kind of read it all and get a sense of what is what is everything before, which is frustrating because that's what reporters were were supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right. But that's like to, to to gather the the data yourself and sort of put it together. I think that's the future of humanity, at least for. The next generation, yeah. probably, is yeah. that the, this expertise in quickly putting together sources like seventeen different pieces of information and gathering. Okay, what's the truth? Yeah, because it's difficult to find the truth right now. It is.
1: It is. It is. Um, and that it opened up another tangent, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go because you're right. We've done a lot of uh, content today. It's be, it became a double whammy without us even knowing because the enzyme was a fascinating science topic but this door into you know how we take care of our bodies and what we buy at the store is a fascinating topic as well but i'm glad we did it i'm glad we did it because i think that there's there's a lot of meat in this uh subject (laughs) and there's a lot of uh, energy in the air to close it out so anyway with that we could probably talk forever yes Um, but we'll wrap it up so thank you for listening to the Bi-Friendly Podcast. We can't do this show without you. So make sure you tell your friends, share, spread, uh, post the links, put them in your stories, say, this is the good stuff, baby. And uh, baby, give us Bye-bye. those Bye-bye. reviews. Bye-bye. Give us uh, give us all the praise or yell at us, whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, we accept yelling. We can we accept yelling. We, 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 we get we a handle, lot it. Yeah, handle, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Like you heard me talking about the Impossible Burger, I was afraid of the yelling. Yeah. Um, well, so you know, we try we try our best to, try to be best. informative, yeah. But yeah. we're not always right. Yeah. Well, isn't it Impossible Burger owned by like Jay Z or something? I feel like celebrity, like big heavy hitters, oh, so own you, one of so those So companies? you're getting
0: like your Beyonce adjacent. Yeah. So like, I'm, you can't I'm, mess with Beyonce. Exactly. You so get, my, you my get destroyed. fear, my
1: fear is, is if yeah. you att- if you even put The name of a company that's like owned by somebody who's super famous, you will, I will be assassinated. So I gotta be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they suck beyond (laughs) (laughs) that. No, no, beyond, you're great. Um, Anyway, so we now, do you have your phrases ready before we close out? You got them all ready? Because we may look to you for help. Um, We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment.
0: I have three different seasons of Second Lines just went through my head. I know, I know, I know. This one has to do with uh, a oh, long time ago. Pr- providing quality top environmental content since 1823. That's the one, that's the one. Um,
1: science without the serious. No, no. Science without the, It's. I'm always... Without stiff, the screaming, stiff stiffness. I should remember that. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, science without the stiffness. Green without the groaning. <laughs> you got us better. I, stiff, 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 Okay. And Sorry, then I have to my mind too because <laughs> I clearly I <laughs> got it. Green without groaning. Yours makes me always makes me think of Matt groaning. Growning. Oh. Like, that's what I think of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, green without the Should groaning. we spell it that way? The G-R-O-N? Yeah, 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 yeah. And my science with the stiffness, green without the groaning. Green without Matt Growning. Yeah, and the And then what is the new one? It was... oh. Inspiring... Inspiring Veronica since no. 2019. <laughs> fear and love. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> inspiring fear and love. Okay, inspiring fear okay. and love. Inspiring and then Veronica says...
0: Stop and smell the flowers. Nice. It's a bio-friendly podcast. It's a bio-friendly podcast.